0: top assistant episode two i'm uh kevin wilson alongside uh highly decorated coach (laughs) eric skeeter big time an episode drop you don't call me no more you don't text me no more you showed up (laughs) an hour late yeah it's real out here man
1: you know i used to say my line used to be i got a face for radio so Mm. you know uh, (laughs) No, this is, hey, episode two. Let's get it. Let's get it. Super excited, Kev.
0: All right, man. Well, let's start off on fire. You got some quick hits for them. Folks need to know what happened this week. What's on your mind?
1: So I was fortunate to go to the lacrosse final four. Okay? Nice. Philadelphia. Shout out to my man Ryan Trestle with NCAA. Ryan and I worked together at Youngstown State. Uh, he's now with the NCAA uh, Championships and lacrosse is one of them. So we touched base and they're in Philly. So I said, hey, that's right up the road. Gotta get there. So took my sons up. What an experience. What if Penn State versus Duke, Notre Dame versus Virginia, big time atmosphere in Lincoln uh, field where the Eagles play, lower bowl full to the, I mean, it was great. Penn State lost to Duke in overtime on a controversial call. There's no replay in lacrosse. Right. So even in overtime where, you know, like in the last two minutes of football game, last two minutes NBA, all plays are reviewable, Blah, all scoring uh, plays are reviewable, right? Literally the guy's foot was on the line, not tippy-toes. But in the crease around the goal is an area that you can't, only the goalie, just like in hockey and other sports, belongs to the goalie. So Duke steps on the Duke player, steps on the line, scores the goal. They And it's up on the video monitor in the, in the stadium. Like the Penn State fans are born, the players, the coaches, they all see it, and there's nothing the referees can do. Overtime game, Duke wins. Next wow. game, Wow! <laughs> yeah, heartbreaker. Yeah. Virginia, uh, Notre Dame, same thing. Goes to overtime. Two big-time games. So for the first time going to a Final Four was unbelievable. It took me back. Having played lacrosse Ooh. fourth grade through college and literally, so 2021, 20, 22, we had our 40-year reunion of my Little League lacrosse team, St. Mark's Lacrosse. Uh, you might have seen me wear the shirts before. You'll see me wear them again. This—it's—I'll it, never forget making that first travel team. Played two years of intramurals, and we made. I made the travel team. My t- my classmates at school said I only made it because I was fast. I said, "Well, I made it. You
0: didn't." <laughs> so, right, right, right. And the crazy thing is, you wasn't even that fast. It was crazy. <laughs> hey, listen, listen. I'm, I'm disrespecting. Hey, it, it lacrosse, speed,
1: power, conditioning, skills, right hand, left hand. I mean, it, it just took me back being- at. just had all of that, huh? You oh, had, listen, yeah. and my first year making Midget A, so in Midget A, St. Mark, shout out to coach Henry Stansbury and Barry Russell. We play on, John, on uh, Johns Hopkins' Homewood Field, championship game on Homewood Field, we won. And so there's a tr- big, you know, big trophy presentation, I was hooked. I was hooked. First of all, I was better than my big brother in some sport because football, basketball, and baseball. He had you. He had, if he had 30 trophies, I had nine. I mean, Mm -hmm. I wasn't even, he had almost triple the trophies I had as a youngster. So I said, well, you can't beat me in this. (laughs) So, but did a great, NCAA does a great job. Notre Dame ended up winning in the championship. Shout out to Coach Kavanaugh, who's been there 30. Five years, The head coach at Notre Dame, the Baltimore guy, 35 years. He finally gets the, the big one. He finally gets the title. Um, great weekend, great experience. Um, just having this thing around my neck and being watching the games. and But it takes me back to, and we'll talk about this in the end, being a part of a team like the fandom. It's in all sports, being a part of college athletics is unbelievable being a part of any team little league a travel team but you know today you buy the jerseys i mean i did it with my kids with the Tampa Tigers little league football you got the name on the back but making a making a team i don't know if they cut kids anymore cuz i got cut one time for the midget 18 team my first time trying out got right, cut cuz you was you was trash right listen it was 19 degrees outside so lacrosse starts in the winter cuz Mm-hmm. I was, you know, well, that's why I'm glad I played basketball because I missed all indoors. Yeah. I was inside, right, 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 right. When I did make it to high school and college, I was obviously three years of varsity and played JUCO. I was inside when the season started, <laughs> so I was hooping. I was hooping. right, right. That's the excuse yes, we're going sir. with. Hey, hey. <laughs> yes, that's hate. that's
0: I will never forget. Eric Ski back and had a great weekend, man. Kudos to all those teams, man. Lacrosse is uh, uh, ridiculously um, difficult to play, and it's also a sport that's growing um, nationwide. But on that East Coast, it's brutal. You You got to –
1: I got to get a big rivalry between upstate New York and the Baltimore DMV area when it comes to lacrosse. Mm. Like upstate New York, Syracuse, Albany, uh, Herkimer – Farmingdale, upstate New York. You come down. There's a big Russell. So literally, this Final Four too was the great middle point in Philadelphia, where it's halfway between New York and Baltimore, and so everybody met in between. Big time atmosphere. Philly's a great site. It's going to be there. I'll be back in 24 because it's hopefully in. It's back in uh, in Philly in 24. So, but unbelievable game, unbelievable atmosphere, unbelievable sporting event, and shout out to. Uh, the NCAA, my guy Ryan Church he did a great job. Did a great job.
0: We're gonna discuss how much of a sellout you are. Where you get that shirt from, man? Hey,
1: hey, hey. Where so, shirt, the NBA final shout out to I gotta give my man James Klibanoff. Well, he stayed with a connect, Jimmy Clibb, mm-hmm. Okay, it's mm-hmm. <laughs> one of the head scouts for the Denver Nuggets. Uh, his former boss, Baltimore guy, Tim Connolly. Has now left and taken the job. He was a general manager of the Denver Nuggets. He's now with the Minnesota Timberwolves. Uh sent me the gear years back. I listen, I've been riding with Luca. I mean uh, Joker.
0: There you go. There the truth. And oh Luca's boy. My he himself up. Luca's it's... my
1: guy, but I've been riding with Joker right. for a minute. I've been mm-hmm. riding with, with with the Nuggets. Shout out to Mike Malone. my guy. Text me, text me back for
0: his guy two, now. Yeah.
1: Two in the morning. Mm-hmm. And when the guy texts you back, it's your guy. Yeah, that, so that, him that's, and Stevie Graham, the coaching staff with the Nuggets, right? That they're they they're, they're now made it to the finals. Used to think about it, Colorado Avalanche, right? Denver Broncos, um, the, uh, the Colorado Rockies, the base all have championships, right? All have rings. So now it's 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 the Nuggets' turn. And 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 in, in the words of my man Jimmy Clip, he said, "Go Nugs!" So the <laughs> finals. Wow. Kev, I gotta I gotta give it to Adam Silver as a direct. You know, he's the understudy, but now he's in charge. He's the understudy of David Stern.
0: Mm-hmm. It, it pains me to say this, Kev. Uh oh. He about to be honest, finally? Go ahead. I think the play in games are here to stay. Oh, so just for some backstory on this, um, you know, we this is only our second episode out in the public. Right. So we've been yeah. kind of testing this thing and getting things right for Skeet's vision. Yes. And, um, mm-hmm. You know, we did a lot of practice episodes. And one thing, you know, Eric was never, never not. He hated the playing games, as some of the players do, too. Can <laughs> but, I say that? Uh, there it, you it, go. It, it,
1: because it, LeBron never played in college. Right. Mm-hmm. The movie's out. He was going straight to the NBA. He knew it when he started 12th grade, wasn't going to college. But he says at a press conference, what is this, the NCAA tournament? Like, they came up with the playing game because certain programs, rightfully so, were good enough to get into the NCAA tournament. The NBA playoffs wasn't really broke, Kev. It wasn't – nothing wrong with it. Like, one through eight. Now, you had to battle to get to eight. You could rest guys in it. There was a meaning, meaningful meaning – To resting guys when you were set in your spots in the playoffs come April, come the end of the season in the NBA. It wasn't broken.
0: Right.
1: It wasn't broken. So the bubble, obviously, you know, pandemic, you know, put everybody in a different frame of mind on how to go about things, how to do – I get that. But Miami lost the first game in the play-in, right? Like, they lost to the first. They lost to Atlanta. Atlanta, the 7th seed age, played They came home here to play uh,
0: Chicago. Woo! Yeah, so are you having just recency bias because this year it worked out? Or yeah. you're on board? It, it, okay. Well, okay. because
1: in the history of the game, it ain't even just in my time, in the history of the game, the NBA, if you didn't make eight, you didn't make it. They had, they've had playoff, you know, uh, extra playing games when it was tied for the eighth spot. They've done that before, but to give nine and ten a chance to beat seven and eight when you've probably earned that over eighty-two nights, I wasn't with it. But yes, the recency bias of Jimmy Butler, Jimmy, right? Playoff Jimmy, (laughs) and what he's done. And you got to give credit to Pat Riley and Spolstra and the way that he – Lonzo morning like the way Miami does it. They went in and they knocked Milwaukee off, right? But Milwaukee they had Chris Middleton back, right? Healthy. And the whole squad, everybody's there. Whew. Took him in what? 5
0: Mm-hmm. Four one?
1: Okay. <laughs> got my attention. Got my attention. I'm listening, right? What, what does it say on the Y? Omar listening. Come on. You <laughs> sure was. And we get to – because you got Philly and Boston on the other side, right? Who did Miami play the next round, Kevin? I'm drawing a blank right now.
0: Uh, uh, It was uh, Milwaukee into uh, New York. Thank you. Oh, the guard.
1: Right, exactly. They're going to New York. Clean them
0: boys right up.
1: And so up 3-0 – Lose three straight, it's like oh boy, you know what I mean? With, 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 you know, Jalen Brown and and Tatum were like, don't let me get one. Oh, they let us get one. Don't let us get two. Here come Marcus Smart, and and to their credit, Boston. You know, I don't know if it was just the 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 the, the Philly series and what it took out of them. Fifty one in Game Seven. You know, they had to win game six on the road. So Boston took a lot of energy out of them. And then, you know, they, there's rumors that the loss of Damon Stoudemire on the coaching staff and the relationship with the players in the middle of the season, like, they left in March. So, you know, they're making that stretch run. You never know. So Heat, they go in and win game seven in Boston. Hey, right? like, the play-in – the NBA marketing, you get an extra game, season ticket holders, the TV, you know, the TV rights. They got a bigger package now. There's more games, right? Well, I, I mean, adapt. I'm, I'm adapting. I'm adjusting. Seen, adapt.
0: To this point, we've seen game one in the NBA finals. And uh, there's a separation there. Um mm-hmm. And it's 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 one game. The the Nuggets were resting for, you know, over a week, kind of waiting, we're literally waiting on who their opponent would be. But mm-hmm. um it game one, if we're just going by that game one sample, it did not look like those two teams were belonged in the same gym at the same time at this point in the season.
1: Well, there's rest over Russ, right? Mm-hmm. So doesn't look like they were rusty, the Denver Nuggets, no right. not at all, so credit to their conditioning like you know Joker said they've done something but but they like Mike Malone's been there before, don't forget he was Mike Brown's assistant with Cleveland family, so he has been to the finals as a coach, Mike Malone, so give him a little credit, and he had a chip on his shoulder, sweeping the Lakers, and after game one. When the Lakers lost it, when the Nuggets beat the Lakers, everybody was talking about you know, Mike Malone said the narrative was the he all in. Yeah,
0: y'all not yeah talking the about Lakers that.
1: figured out the Nuggets. So give credit to Joker. But, yes, Miami now had to go to – and I've heard different stories. I heard they had the, the plane waiting to go right from Boston to Denver, or did they go back to Miami? I heard Lonzo was posting pictures – from the golf, you know, from the golf course in Miami then got on the plane. I, I don't know. But we're on a golf course in Boston, I don't know, or Denver. So but anyway, Miami got this game one. It, it nothing, you know, they always give these statistics who was won game one, has won the series, all that. That's listen, that you know, that those ups those those numbers are made, those records are made to be broken. So that's game two. That's this is the big one. Because if Miami gets one, that's it. That's what they got they came for. They got the game. Yeah. When the road team wins the game is when a series starts. Who's you know, Michael Jordan? So everything comes through Chicago. So
0: well, Skeet, you saw game one. I mean, you know, even I don't even if Tyler Hero was there, if Duncan just went off again. I mean, the the score, the final score was significantly closer than uh the, the game itself. I mean, does you you've seen Game One. We do know Miami's resolve, but does Miami really have a chance in this series, or are they just literally outmanned here? No, no, they got a chance.
1: They got a chance. And Tyler Hero comes back. it will be a great thing because I mentioned David Stern is probably rolling over in his grave based on the way Tyler Hero's dressed it on the bench. So uh, <laughs> I'd like to see him in the uniform, get him out there. God, that garbage he wearing on the bench. I'm, I'm the AI, uh, everything but the trip. Chip special that just came on, um, brought me back to watching these guys sitting on the bench. And if you're not playing in your work uniform, then you know, I mean, look apart, look professional. I mean, Tyler Hero had a bucket hat on with some beach—I don't know, some kind of khaki. I mean, linen or whatever. Like, what are you doing, bro?
0: You... That's called swag, Skeet. That's called swag.
1: No, it's called a rap video. We, we, I get that, bro. Mm-hmm. Swag is for when you, if you coming in. And you shooting up? You're okay, yeah, I get it. You know, Russell Wilson and the outfits he wore and my man uh Kyle Kuzma got the 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 stuff all over his, his body wearing a, you know what I mean, look like his grandmother hand knitted a, a big yeah. body. Yeah. But guess what they did? They took that off, went out on the court and played. Tyler Hero. Well, let,
0: let me ask you something, then, Skeet. So when's the last time you actually dressed up for an event? So what what when's the last time you actually we're going to an event and had to the put on some
1: stuff. This year, it, it, co- coaching at Cowboys State, the MEAC banquet, the conference tournament. I mean, the start of the conference tournament at a banquet. what you I wear? Know, sport coat shirt and ties. you know, some some Nike, some uh, Lululemons and some sneakers. Had some sneakers on. But sneakers are in style with a shirt and tie, a collar shirt and a jacket.
0: What did right? your, What did the student athletes wear?
1: They either wore a suit. They wore sweatsuits. No, 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 no. no. We got our guys custom made suits. Oh, but
0: made y'all, suits. y'all did that though. So, yes, yeah, yeah, right.
1: But... There you go. Say yeah. it. Go ahead What's your chest. We did that. Tyler mm-hmm. Hero making how many tens of millions of dollars? The hoop,
0: Man, yeah. I, I, all that guy.
1: You, there's a lot of
0: nights. His outfit probably the... cost
1: more than my vehicle. Regardless, Kev, it's a perfect. Prefer- like, this is what I'm saying David Stern is rolling over in his grave. <laughs> you're coming towards a billion dollar industry. NBA basketball is a, and you're setting a precedent. No, you're not a role model, but a level of professionalism when you come into work. That's all. The swag, I get that. You know I mean, I got, my closet got some, some swag in it, bro. Trust me. <laughs> but there's a time and a place
0: for certain swag. Right. You got like and, the uh you got like the top hat with the uh the matching handkerchief, go yeah, I, yeah.
1: I, I got a cashmere with the fur.
0: Yeah That's for seventy swag.
1: You got no, bell bottoms no, in there? No, no. Listen, timeless. <laughs>
0: That's timeless what we call it. <laughs> you
1: yes, understand? Something some things cashmere with the mink are mm-hmm. timeless. Okay.
0: Cashmere with the mink and
1: Air Force Ones since eighty two. Are now
0: timeless. I I, I just don't know how fair this is because, like, how, um, if you go back, when did, uh, I mean, you could wear sweatpants with suits now. Sweatpants, you know, the the joggers.
1: Cut it it out. You want, you want, you're going to somewhere specific, the gala, okay, the
0: Met Gala or something like that, where you have joggers, you could find jogger suit pants now with the drawstring. That's, I'm gonna pray for you. I'm gonna pray hey, for you. It's here. I'm sorry, but that's a uh, jogger. Even if jogger,
1: <laughs> I see jogger jeans. My son's got jogger. Jeans. Jogger <laughs> jeans? Yeah, man. Jogger dress pants, can? These are Come your on. friends, man. Yeah, these are your friends, man. So with Tyler Hero coming back on the court, gives Miami, a shot. I mean, some more weapons, and they'll need it because they the the, the 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 altitude. It hit them. It hit them. Mm. You saw Haywood Highsmith. Shout out to Cadensville. Haywood Highsmith Jr. have a great game. Had his career high in the first game of the NBA Finals. Congrats to the kid. But they had to play him. He didn't play that much the whole series because they were tired. They were tired. That altitude affected Miami.
0: You ain't talk about the Denver Nuggets all year, but I'll ask you: uh, How does uh, oh, no how, does, how does this story end, Skeet? Uh, now that you're a big Denver Nuggets fan with the no, billboard six. on your chest. What's the, nuggets uh,
1: and it? six. You That's go back good. through the files. Go back through the files. I'm sure I wore some Nuggets gear before. Nuggets and six. I no more than six. No more than. It. I think get one. Miami's going to get one again because they their they're pride and they they've earned it. But their record, like their record, says who you are. What is it? You record, uh, Bill Parcells. You are who your record says you are. Mm-hmm. They mm-hmm. were eighth no, they were ninth and tenth all year long. So yes, they're healthy, but they had Tyler Hero too when they were eighth, ninth, and tenth in the regular season. Now it's playoffs, different time of the year. Big game James, my man Jimmy Butler, they raised their level of play. James Worthy. People don't know big game James is for the Lakers with Magic Johnson. Okay, his stats were better in the playoffs than they were in the regular season. Jimmy Butler has put the, put his organization on his back. There's no discounted bam. And and uh, these how many guys do they have undrafted?
0: undrafted? Uh pretty much a whole team. Six, seven? Yeah.
1: Six, yeah. seven dudes on that roster that are undrafted. Okay. So to their credit, they've overachieved being here in the finals. Mm-hmm. They get one in Denver. It's a different ball game. But Denver was in the bubble with them that same time they lost to the Lakers in the conference finals. Right. Um uh, Colin Murray got hurt. Um, lost a tough one last year. It's the process. It's the process. Taking the steps. Miami, too. To their credit. You know, to their credit. But they've had you – know, Eric Spoelstra has won championships. So he's been there before. You know, is this team
0: of- – Is this Heat team better than the one that faced the Lakers in the bubble? <sighs> <sighs> right. On paper, healthy
1: – Possibly, but you know you got more name brand. Like these guys are not, you know, Scherzer and and, and they're not name brand guys. Well, that's hey, True, I, truth like yeah, True. Yeah. I think it's a defensive liability, but he's, he's still putting that ball in the basket. You know, mm-hmm. he ball leaves his hands, it's going in. There's something to be said about that. So.
0: I just I, I just it feels outclassed and I feel they're even more outclassed than they were even in the in that 2020 final with the Lakers where they lost in 6 and Jimmy Butler was just I mean he was he was god like in that series and I just yeah. Jimmy's got to do too much in this series to
1: Yeah well I mean you got Kyle Lowry I think they're their secret weapons Kevin Love Kyle Lowry I think the, the old heads does, does one championships watch well, I I I look for them to have a bigger impact in game two and moving on in the series because mm-hmm. they've been there before. They know what it takes. Kevin Love's been there a couple times. So same with Kyle Lowry. Yeah, so.
0: what they, but the, the issue is what they're going to do defensively. It's too much. That zone. Yeah, that zone. Yeah, it's, uh, Denver got too much over there, man.
1: <laughs> well, and that's a credit to Denver, too. Right. Like, you right. Know, Michael Porter, Jr. And and shout out to the Denver. Again, go back to these guys, Tim Conley and, and Jimmy Clem and the staff and, and the, the upper management that, that drafted these guys. Joker was a second-round pick. Mm. Michael Porter Jr. had some bats from and He played, what, eight, nine, ten games in college? Shout-out sure. to the college coach, Conzo Martin, my man. Like, they've had uh, – a Colorado, Kentucky, I mean, big-time player, right? You know, Aaron Gordon with the trade from mm. Orlando. So they made some moves to piece this thing together, you got a two-time MVP setting a record in triple-doubles. Like, give Denver credit for building this thing and sticking with Mike Malone, right? We're going to get into that later. These coaching changes, they stuck with Mike Malone.
0: Yeah. Paid off. It's now time for a new game. It's called What Did They Say? The rules are I'm going to play a video. One of the words are going to be bleeped out. Okay, uh, okay could be vulgar. It could be clean. Eric Skeeter has to guess what that word is. I'll play the full version, and then we'll see if Eric Skeeter was correct. Coach Skeeter, are you prepared?
1: Yeah, well, there's an old Heavy D song. It's called Don't Cuss. Don't Curse. Don't Cuss. Yeah. See if we can find that and play that. All right.
0: Well, no. we <laughs> ain't got that kind of money around.
1: Shout out to old hip-hop right, where, right. He did, where they didn't cuss on the, on the hip-hop. <laughs> so, yeah, Heavy D, RIP, big fella.
0: All right, Skeet, so I'm going to give you three examples. The first will be the uh, unfortunate loser uh, head coach of Game 1 of the NBA Finals. His name is Eric Spolster, phenomenal coach for the Miami Heat. I'm going to give you this example. You're going to tell me what he said. Here we go. Here we go. You
1: know, it always kind of could look different,
0: you know, if a few of these uh, go down at the right time. Eric Skeeter. Oh, well. <laughs> Need to hear it again or you, you come?
1: Uh, shots. He's hmm. definitely talking about shots. Something going down, that means the ball's going in the basket.
0: Yeah. It, yeah.
1: He didn't cuss on that. He didn't get, Okay. Yeah, so no curse, that. but the word was shot. Yeah, yeah. If okay. some of these shots go down, unless he's talking about players getting hurt, then it could be the players get, being injured and, they, you know, a player go down in regards to
0: being hurt. You, 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 you wavering now. All right, I'm going to no, play it shot, one more time. Shot, Here we go. Shot,
1: um, you know, it always kind of could look different, you
0: know, if a few of these uh, go down at the right time. Okay. All right, here's a full version. Let's see if Eric Skeeter was correct. Um. You know, it always kind of could look different, you know, if a few of these threes uh, go down at the right time. Tell threes. him what he won, Bob. Threes go threes, <laughs> three's go down, shit. not shots. Huh? That's shots not the same thing. You are incorrect. You are <laughs> 0 for one, 1 at this come time. On, yep. Threes on, and shots are not the same
1: <laughs> one. So okay. now Skeeter,
0: you okay. have missed one. All right. So you here's attempt not number not two. Wait,
1: come, two. Move,
0: come on. <laughs> here's, here's attempt number two. Skeeter is 0 for one so far. Attempt number oh. two. We're gonna yeah, go yeah. to the great uh, Jamal Murray had a phenomenal game in Game One. He's been lights out um, this entire playoff run. But uh, let's see what Jamal Murray had to say in his post-game conference okay, presser thing.
2: He's he's a he's a he's a, um, he's a guy. Um, so he, you know he's gonna he's gonna get boards and um, and rebound the ball and uh, just be physical down there regardless. So
1: play it again, play it again. Cause I, okay, now I got the full. Play
2: again. He's, he's he's a he's a he's a, um, he's a guy. Um, so you know he's going he's going to get boards and um, and rebound the ball and uh, just be physical down there regardless. So,
0: skater, it's the same word used twice. What is that word? Talented. Talented.
1: Talented. Guy. He's a hard worker. He's a. I don't want, you know he might have cussed on that. <laughs> it wasn't like a you know it wasn't multiple words and it wasn't like three syllables talented <sighs> he's a guy he's a tough guy he's a he's a i'm gonna go with tough guy running back Stay one more time, time. i'm he running
2: goes. back one more, one more time. he's he's a he's a he's a, um, he's a guy um so you know he's gonna he's gonna get boards and um and rebound the ball and uh, just be physical down there regardless so
1: He's either an effort guy or a talented tough guy I would say tough guy I think tough I'm think of a tough guy
0: tough guy let's tough. see what Jamal Murray had to say he's he's a he's a
2: he's a heavy um he's a heavy guy um so you know he's gonna he's gonna get boards and um and rebound the ball and uh just be physical down there regardless so
1: okay.
0: much to my glee
1: I watch a lot of the presses bro I, I turn to the presses so I'm, I'm Okay, I'll, I'll pay a little closer attention now. Yeah. But, tell me what the prize is. For being wrong? Twice. <laughs> what? You, what you need? Because <laughs> like, I got the need. first one right. I said shots, he said threes. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Completely oh, different go work. ahead. What do we go doing? Ahead.
0: What's this, <laughs> All right, so we got one more. <laughs> Eric Skeeter is currently over for 3. You know, I'm going to go to the man we spoke about a little bit. His name is Jimmy Butler. Mm-mm. He was sitting there next to uh, Gabe Vincent, who stunk it up. Ooh, he got destroyed in game one. Um, but uh, Jimmy Butler had some words to say. <laughs> Let's see if Eric Skeeter can get on the board here for the final attempt. Here's Jimmy Butler.
1: Uh, maybe I have to be a little bit more aggressive. I got to put pressure on the rim. Um, me with no f- I was all on myself, and nobody else. So, you know, I would definitely correct that next game. Yeah, no, free throw. Yeah, no you free throw. One more time, or are you good? Go ahead, go ahead. Play one more time. Uh, maybe I have to be a little bit more aggressive. I got to put pressure on the rim. Um, me with no that was
0: all on myself. Nobody else. So, you know, we are definitely correct. That's free a crazy throw. statement with that bleep in there. but um Free throw. Play it. Tell me. Uh, maybe I have to be a little bit more aggressive. I got to put pressure on the rim. Um, me
1: with no free throws, that was... All on myself. Nobody. Baby, two for three. I'm
0: two for three. So one, for three, in. In. I'll I'll one for three goes Eric Skeeter. One for three goes Eric Skeeter in the first edition we'll of score. What Did They we'll Say? Score. Congratulations for two um, odd losing the first ever attempt at this game. Great job, <laughs> Eric Skeeter. <laughs> I'm two
1: for three, bro. I want to go to the monitor. Go to, go to the monitor
0: we stand in the NBA. There's quite a few moves here. Um, uh, Frank Vogel. I I don't know how he keeps getting these opportunities. Frank Vogel in Phoenix. uh, Monty Williams actually accepted the opportunity in Detroit. He's got some guard play there, if he can figure that Mm -hmm. out. Um, Adrian Griffin, a surprise hire, but a great opportunity for him in Milwaukee. And Nick Nurse um, going from – a situation with Kawhi Leonard and then Kawhi leaves. It all looks different. And then he gets Joel Embiid in Philly. Um, You impressed? What do you think about these hires? So Frank Vogel was a
1: great defensive coach in Indiana. They gave LeBron and Dwayne Wade in that Miami organization. Fits a young uh, PG-13. So goes to the bubble with the Lakers, takes that job, ends up in the bubble. Credit to Frank Vogel to man that operation with all the distractions that were in the bubble. Got a ring. He came up with a ring. When you put an asterisk next to the bubble championship, it leveled the playing field for everybody. So they showed highlights of of Kyle Lowry and Aaron going in their little beef. Kyle telling what room they had. It was the big AAU tournament of the best <laughs> players in the world, right? Yeah. So nobody had a road game. So the Lakers, led by Frank Vogel and his staff, okay, found a way to come out with the ring. So that's why he he gets another opportunity. Okay, things didn't work in LA. Hey, things don't work a lot of places for guys after they win a championship. Doc left Boston, right? Phil Jackson left Chicago. Was forced out of Chicago.
0: We just gonna ignore Vogel in Orlando.
1: No, no. But there's, I mean, he gets an opportunity. He got it. He got So, I mean, Doc coached in Orlando too now, okay, and mm-hmm. went back to TV. So there's, there, I, to his credit, he's won. He's He won He won big with the Lakers. Give credit to circumstances. I think it was a harder championship besides the travel that everybody was on a level playing field. Uh, and obviously they, those, those teams were really good because all four of them made it back to each conference finals. Uh, a couple of years later, he's going to Phoenix, where they've been to a Finals. Super talented. I'm anxious to see how with KD, Chris Paul, and uh, Devin Booker, how that works out with Frank, his coaching staff, his assistant coaches. Like that's a big part of it too. So that's a good hire. I think Frank Vogel is a good hire. Other people were candidates for that job. You know, I think that's a good hire. championship coach. Okay, let's go to your second choice, Monty Williams. Has taken the organization in the Phoenix Suns back to the finals. Okay, didn't, you know, had the piece with Kevin Durant, but what he played 10 games. Right. Before he got hurt. I mean, the way he got hurt was, it was, was, I don't know what that was. Kevin.
0: Most get fired for that. Bruh. Mm -hmm.
1: Is the floor dry?
0: Right. Right.
1: Come on, man. I'll take that job. I mean, is the, like, come on, bruh. Mm -hmm. So, but, I mean, stuff happened for a reason. But, Monty Williams, and with the job that he's done in Phoenix, proven head coach, could have had to Notre Dame job if he wanted it, did not, stayed in the NBA, and now he's the richest coach in the history of, you know, of all coaches, what Was it, 13 million, 12 million a year, and Troy Weaver, the GM for the Detroit Pistons, also from the DMV, so I mean, I'm, he took care of his homeboy, took care of his homeboy, and literally a great coach. You know, again, Monty, I think there's an assistant on there, Kevin Young. Shout out to the assistant coaches on the top assistant show Come on. Uh, that wants to stay or they want to stay in Phoenix. I think, you know, they're going to make it worth his while to go to Detroit. Great young crew, okay? Jalen Duran, and, you know, I mean, you've got a great group of guys. Um, Jason Ivey, um, Kate, H- Ham, H- you know, like, that's a good young group. Dwayne Casey did a great job with them. They're young. But they're coming. You know, like, they're coming. Um, woo, Adrian Griffin, bro. Like, shout out to the Milwaukee – I mean, uh, well, the job he did uh, in Toronto, but the Milwaukee Bucks were going with another guy that, you know, that, that has championship experience. Like, Darwin Ham got hired with the Lakers, being an assistant for a while. Now, Adrian Griffin, former player. Now, Seton Hall, okay. Cut his teeth in the the, uh, the D League back then, the development league, and then the USBL. Um, So then, obviously, had a you know ten year playing career in the NBA. Gets an opportunity now to you know call timeouts, draw up plays, and be a head coach with arguably one of the greatest players in the game right now, and Giannis, the Greek Freak. So um, Milwaukee's got a. I mean, again, they got a ring. These guys, Chris Middleton, all these guys coming back have a ring. So it makes and had a had a heartbreaking upset in the first round of the playoffs. Yeah. So it's a good hire. I think it's a great hire. And he worked with Nick Nurse, who's now in Philly. Uh, I thought he handled the uh, James Harden question great. Literally, like if James had a big decision to make, it I'll be happy. So you, you can't. When you put them guys under the gun like that, he just got the job. Like, give him a chance to to go to the grocery store and buy the groceries if he's going to cook the dinner. Like, he ain't even got, you know, you put the menu together. So, uh, Joel B, that crew in Philly, I think Doc did a great job. Sam Cassell developed, you know, some more great players like he did with John Wall and Bradley Beal in, in Washington. Like he did with, you know, the guys out with the Clippers and, you know, Chris Paul's a vet. And now he did it again in Philly with Tyree Maxey. And, and I, I bet you he played an impact in James Harden leading the league and assists this year.
2: Hmm.
1: And Fussell deserves a job, Brian. Right? He's going to get one. And when he gets one, watch out because he's won three rings as a player and developed a lot of good young guys. But these are great hires. My man Nick Nurse in Philly has – and he's a he's – a, Nick Nurse is a, a lifer. So in coaching – there's somebody that's been in the game for you know, like just grinding it out at all the different levels: high school, JUCO, G League, you know, low division one. And then you come on as an assistant in the in the in the G League or D League, as it was called back. They like Nick Nurse is a lifer. Like he's he's literally got the slide over one seat. Yeah, he picked up Kawhi Leonard. It wasn't a bad pickup for one year. you know. He got the five bounces, and that's it worked not- out. That's sports, as Mm sports. All excellent hires, in my opinion. All
0: excellent hires.
1: All excellent hires. Now, wins and losses, that's obviously yet to be determined. But with the organizations, and you look at these guys and what they've accomplished coming in, Adrian Griffin definitely deserves the opportunity, right? Cut his teeth as a coach in the league for a long time, has a championship ring as an assistant coach with uh, Toronto, I'm pretty sure. Um, Frank Vogel, Nick Nurse, with championships as head coaches, okay? That's 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 not to be discounted. Hmm. Team, let's not downplay that these guys have won championships, okay? Let's not downplay that as head right. coaches. So, and let, let me give
0: Ski, because, I mean, we obviously each coach has, you know, they're welcome, and the media comes in, sits down, sits with them, and – uh ask ask questions of them and we saw this, you know, Nick Nurse getting peppered with questions. And you know, one of the the guys in Philly just, you know, came off a little rude and, you know, they didn't answer my question. You didn't answer. What are your thoughts on media and where where's the boundaries there and respect when it comes to to coaches, media, players, that sort of deal? Whatever the
1: boundaries are that you're gonna have to stretch them in Philly. Because they're not gonna Mm -hmm. they're not gonna unless they're not gonna adhere. To those boundaries, different sports town. Uh, you, New York, Chicago, L.A., the Texas, Dallas, all across the world. Philly is a different. The only town that boos Santa Claus. <laughs> you understand? so. The mindset of the media and the scrutiny and the love the city of brotherly love brings to you when you coming in, like blue collar to the umpteenth degree gritty, hardworking. They're not, they they play, in Philly, they play by their own rules. I, I have a good relationship with the city of Philadelphia since coaching at Coppin State in the 90s. So Coppin State built its program. Coach Frank Mitchell, Derek Brown built the, one of the most successful HBCU basketball programs on players from Philly and South Jersey and that mindset. So it's a mindset of And that's why Philly and Baltimore get along so well, because there's a mindset of overachieving. There's a toughness and intelligence. Like, learn this from, and and so here's Philly. Here's a Philly Philly, uh, philosophy for you in recruiting, right? Coach Brown, he's always from Camden, but he recruited a lot of kids in Philly. Derek Brown, um, he said, two things you look for in recruits, toughness and intelligence, So gritty, be able to fight through things, toughness, to overcome adversity, dive on the floor for loose balls, cheer for your teammates when you come out the game, intelligence, great communication with your teammates, great communication with the coaches. You watch the players as they go to the bench. Toughness and intelligence are two key factors. Game on the line, what are the decisions that they make, right? Because the opposite (laughs) – I can't even get it out without laughing. Is a gutless dummy, and who wants a gutless dummy in the words of Coach Brown? So that's Philly. <laughs> that, so when you come in to Nick Nurse, you took that job. You, you I hope, he, I hope he did his homework. I Hope he talked to Doc or, or Billy Cunningham or you know Jay Wright or Charles Barkley. You talking about Philly basketball?
0: Philly basketball? I mean, so are- if that's if if that's you in that seat, if that's if that's you in that seat, and you get hit, you know, with the you know, well, you didn't answer my question. What what are you talking about? What are you what are you doing that role? What?
1: Everybody's you know everybody's not polished. Like Greg Popovich, you compare Greg Popovich in his press conference to Bill Belichick, right? And then mm. you got you know uh, uh, you know uh, Bill Parcells and obviously Belichick. Is a, is a disciple of Bill Parcells compared to a Phil Jackson and his philosophies or a, a Pat Riley. And he, he calls her like, everybody has a different personalities and their approaches to answering questions. Literally, and John Harbaugh. I mean, he's just pulling stuff out of the air. Right. <laughs> but his, 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 his brother, Jim Harbaugh, right. Is just a total opposite. He's going right between the eyes. Right. He's right. answering questions. And it's like, so, smacked the guy on the butt after the game during already start a fight. You know who the coach that was when, when the fighting, where he from? He from Baltimore, Detroit Lions, when they <laughs> played. That. So, when he was coaching uh, 49ers. So, everybody in those press conferences handled it differently. Like, Nick Nurse is not that personality of, you know, witty and things of that nature with his one-lines and things of that nature. He's not, from what I've seen over the years of, of Nick Nurse, not that guy. So, Gotta get a little tougher skin. He went to Sunny Hill and, and the Sunny, you know, the guys in Philly. They want to bring to you know Sunday in the in the living room with with Sunny Hill on Sunday mornings. Um, it's a different. It's like New York is is it's eight million stories. New York, the media capital of the world, right? But no knock on New York. A little, a little hype, but I love the Garden. You know, the mecca of basketball. No better place to play. College of pro basketball? It didn't Madison Square Garden. Okay, I think it's right there over my right, left, right shoulder. Um, but at the same time, Nick Nurse is in Philly. He's, he's been in Toronto. Like it's, it's two totally different worlds. So let's let's stay tuned. As they say, stay tuned. So,
0: let's let's fast forward a few years. Um Let me pepper you some questions here. Who will have a worse record? In three years at their stop. Will it be Nick Nurse in Philly, Adrian Griffin in Milwaukee, Monty Williams in Detroit, or Frank Vogel in Phoenix?
1: I could give you that it was probably gonna be Detroit because they're building. I would say Monty Williams may have the worst record in three years, but in the east you have got teams, organizations with a losing record under five hundred in the regular season and still with the playing game be able to be successful in in the playoffs. So I would say that, and eh, Monty does a good job if they stay healthy. They got to make the right trades. You know, they're still putting Detroit together in regards to this rebuild with these young guys that we mentioned from, you know, Kate Cunningham, Ivy. Now they're going to play together. They haven't played together yet, you know, for a full season. So, you know, they, I would say uh, Monty Williams.
0: Who has the best record in three years?
1: just based on personnel it's got to be phoenix you got if if they stay together if kd's in phoenix for three years with chris paul and devin booker and um um the big fella uh ayton deandre ayton like it's got to be phoenix i mean just on paper talent alone
0: kevin durant ain't no spring chicken and
1: uh neither is lebron
0: and deandre ayton is uh he's gonna be in phoenix
1: Watch what I'm saying. If they keep that together, if they, if they trade him, they're going to get something for him.
0: They're going to get something for him. Man, and Frank Vogel, Frank Vogel. Opportunity like Vogel. I don't understand. Uh,
1: <laughs> Frank Vogel. So, but dig this, Kev. The, the NBA is a player's league. It's definitely a player's league. So, that's on KD. Obviously, you know, he's got an asterisk next to his championship, even though he was the finals MVP for two years at Golden State. But he got two of them. Got hurt. Should have got three of them. Could have got three of them, but got hurt. Okay, if his if his foot was a 15 versus 17, he might have got a, third, a full third with Brooklyn. They had to beat Milwaukee. Um, so all these teams, they play out – like Chris Paul still hasn't stayed healthy in the playoffs. He's still right. like, like, bro, like take the shot. I don't know what mm-hmm. – you know, I pray for Chris Paul, bro, because, I mean, you want one of the most competitive, toughest, most productive point guards in the history of the game. Yeah, talking about one of the greats, a Hall of Famer, right? But only made one finals because he can't stay healthy. But if that organization, them team, that group, that them stays together, Phoenix has – yeah, it, LeBron has proven that there's a recipe for longevity, Tom Brady, okay, in professional sports today. And it's called working on your body in the off season.
0: You okay. hear me? you
1: hey, if you hear me, AD Anthony Davis. Oh boy, you hear me? Okay.
0: And this is a tough one, Skeet. Um, does either one of these coaches win an NBA Finals in their tenure? Who you got? Does any of them? Does is is it Nick Nurse, Griffin, Monty Williams? We could probably. Well, I, hey, this yeah, is a you friendly game. He might mess around and never say never. No. Yeah, uh, yeah, Phoenix.
1: I'm going with Phoenix. I'm going with KD. Shout out to Tony Durant, Wayne Pratt, Wanda Durant, the Durant family. I was fortunate enough to coach Tony in college at Towson. Kevin's big brother, Tony Durant. Phoenix, mm-hmm. Phoenix, Phoenix. Frank Vogel, obviously been there. Obviously it was in the bubble, but you know putting it together over 82 and then getting through 16 in the playoffs. 16 wins in the playoffs. I, I like their chances. I really do. I'm sure they're all sitting down right now, getting ready for the draft. You know, wherever they are in the off season, getting their bodies right, getting their minds right. Okay, you know, I I, I like Phoenix. I like Phoenix to get around. I like them this year with Marty. But Kevin was hurt. healthy Kevin Durant was healthy. Yeah, he played seven games, ten games going into the playoffs. Traded mid year, they got a whole off season now together. That off season means something. Off season means something, The UMBC, that history making team, the offseason from year one to year two, with, with, with the coach Ryan Odom under his leadership and what he did defensively, how we focused in defensively, there was a big point of emphasis, and the play never gets and I'll show you the, I'll, I'll I'll send you the clip where you can put it up. The picture that won UMBC the championship in America, he's beating Vermont. It wasn't Jared Law's last minute shot; it was a block by. Max Kern and Jordan Grant on the best player in the in the America East Conference. And that same possession translated into Jaroslav's buzzer beater shot. So defense. Finish gonna work on some things in the offseason. Frank Vogel is known for his defense. Those teams with Indiana, I mean, PG three, PG thirteen was a different type player on the defensive end. I mean, he was guarding LeBron James in their prime. Yeah. I, I like things. I really do.
0: What about the defense in Orlando? So we never really got to um, talk about this. Um, but, uh, you know, you've been um, coaching up and down the coast and, and a head coach as well. Um, Monty Williams, can you get us into um, – the mindset of a gentleman who takes you to the NBA finals um, does come up short. A new owner comes in, things kind of shake ground, but a lot of movement outside um, Mm -hmm. players and administration um, and you lose your job a year removed from an NBA finals appearance. Um, What, what could possibly be going through your mind if you're, if you're Monty Williams and are there even thoughts of, do I even want to do this anymore at this level? I'm, I'm sure he's very focused
1: on what the job entails. Monty Williams, if you remember, lost his wife when he was coaching in New Orleans, um, yeah. a tragic accident. And so, having to come back from that, he's a very spiritual believer, God-driven, uh, God driven believer. Uh, he's up to the task. He's definitely up to the task for what it's gonna take in Detroit to win basketball games. That man is so focused. Remember what they did in the bubble with that group, and that's how they had to win. They went undefeated and did not make the playoffs in the bubble. Monty Williams said that Phoenix did not lose a game in the bubble and still didn't qualify. So that's why they were able to accomplish what they accomplished with adding Chris Paul and getting to the finals. Um and going to Detroit. Yes, it's it's they know what it they know what winning is like with the Detroit Pistons organization. Okay. From the ownership on down, uh, the history of Isaiah Thomas, Joe Dumas, Vinny the microwave Johnson, Bill Lambert, Rick Mahorn, that you know, the bad boys. Detroit knows about winning, okay. The guy don't get his credit, don't get his due. Isaiah Thomas, pound for pound, one of the best point guards ever to play. Ever. Dream team. Obviously, we know what happened with that. Glad him and Magic patched it up. Um, Looking for Isaiah and Michael Jordan to patch it up. You grown men. Sit down and talk about it. And tape it for everybody to see. That two men can come together. But Monty Williams, he's he, he he's he's up to the task. He he can handle it. He's he's when you put somebody in the ground that you love and they move on and and they're you know, they're with you from above. Um I think he could handle anything when he kinda and he showed. You know, he had a great year this year, just had yeah, dealt with injuries. Um and taking that Detroit job, I'm sure he he did a lot of communicating with his his family, uh, with the organization. Detroit, from what I understand and what I've seen, downtown Detroit, I think it might put my town, you know, Baltimore, we might got some fixing up to do. You know, well, no I mean, I, hit
0: downtown. I didn't know where you were going if you were going to go to the level of danger or to the level of downtown. But I oh, mean, you're all probably neck and neck in the danger piece. For
1: really sure. nice. They have uh, people like Draymond uh, Green and some others. does that, What's that mean? Jalen Rose. I think <laughs> I, from what I understand. They've, they've, you know, they've invested in downtown Detroit. And downtown oh, well,
0: yeah, the downtown areas. I thought we were going into the neighborhoods. I didn't know where you were no, going.
1: No, not 8th not Mile.
0: No, not 5th Mile. No. Yeah. Shout
1: out to Smoke, yeah. Marlon Williamson, one of my former players from Youngstown. Yeah. Uh, you know, ah, listen, I ain't done about, you know, 8 Mile Road or, you know, going to the Lobo or Cobo or whatever they call it, where Detroit versus Detroit, play, play Detroit Mercy plays. I
0: don't want no trouble with Detroit, the DMV, nothing.
1: Nice time. Nice, yeah, honestly, bro,
0: I've had some good time in Detroit. Bro. Honestly, good food, good people, cold. Just, you know. Oh, it is brittle up there. It yeah. does get brittle. Yeah. Um, all right, Skeet. I think you played a good game today, even though you sold out on all your NBA loyalties. Um, you lost the game, actually. Yeah, you went one for three in the first. We'll, F- yeah. Yeah. Say. we'll review the tapes and and get back to you. Um, but, yeah, man, it was a good game. Why don't you close us out? It's time for Understand something with Coach Eric Skeeters. So, understand something. Being a part of a
1: team is not a right for the youth of today. When we talk about Tyler Hero and the clothes that he wears. Being a part of a team is an honor and a privilege. Talk about Little League, making a high school team. I grew up in an era of Summer League. BNBL was the biggest thing. that was AAU. In the '70s and '80s, in, in Baltimore, just talk about my hometown. And when you come to trials, 13 under, 15 under, even 11 under. Okay, they line you up on the wall, maybe first, second day, even the first day, and they go down the wall. You stay, you stay, you go home. You stay, you go home, you go home. Did not tell you, don't wear that in here no more. You go home. Like you got cut. Right? You looked up on the list on the coach's office the day at the trials so to see if you made. The cut list, See if you've made the team. A lot of things in life are consistent of teams. Doctors. There's a team of doctors. Okay. The military. There's a team to, diff- to, to strategically win battles. Okay. In the post office, there's a team to organizing the mail. There's different leaders, different roles on a team. When you talk about Being on a team, you talk about identifying somebody's role on that team. President, vice president, secretary of state, all the different members of the cabinets, okay? Not only identifying your role, embracing your role, whatever your role is, whatever your assignment is. Starring in your role as a member of a team, right? You hear people, it's a whole catchphrase now is Stay ready so you don't have to get ready Right Where a guy will come off the bench Eddie House with the Boston Celtics In those championship years with KG Ray Allen and the big three They don't talk about Eddie House as much Starred in his role Understand Being a part of a team Is a privilege, it's an honor It's not a right Because you will be a part of a team for the rest of your life a member of a family you're a part of a team mom dad sister brother okay that's a team so in all walks of life being a part of a team is something to cherish it's not just hey you know you're gonna buy your way you're gonna put money together to take put a team together shout out to all the parents And the coaches in all sports and all walks of life who dedicate their free time and volunteer to coach little leagues in whatever sport it is, volunteer coaches, they get all the credit in the world, okay, for taking on the challenge of teaching someone else's child a sport, softball, baseball, hockey, lacrosse, basketball, football. Equestrian, horseback riding, swimming, right? The dangers, okay? The impact that you have on these young people, okay? Credit to the coaches. Obviously, having you know been fortunate to have the opportunity to call myself coach professionally uh, for 30 years or so, give or take, like I've worked in General Motors. I've worked in the family business. In an in auto industry, you're a part of a team putting that vehicle together. I worked at General Motors cab in the 90s as, as vacation replacement. Okay, summer vacation, hunting season, at on Browning Highway, put, making the Astro van. And all my friends in my group chat, Baltimore, yeah, the Astro vans, brother, right, safari vans. I had a lot of different jobs where literally I could not close my hands on the steering wheel after a 10 hour, 8.996 hours, I had to drive home like this with my hands on steering because I was lifting a three pound spring and spring and axle, right? And putting it on a vehicle and then had to put another part on the chassis or the horse, we called it, uh, the frame of Astro van or safari van. So that's a team and everybody had their job to do on that line. In in and in the the, you know, obviously the end result was, a brand new vehicle. So, being a part of a team, understand this, and that's again, I I love this part because I want to make this out, make this clear to every athlete, male or female, okay, to every athlete, every sport, embrace it, cherish it, because once it's over, right, and you look at LeBron playing twenty years and shout out to Kareem because Kareem ain't had no three-pointers. Okay? That's a conversation for another day. LeBron passing. Right? But being a part of a team, LeBron been on multiple teams, won multiple championships. Okay? With multiple organizations. Three. So, I I can't even, like, like, my stomach is empty right now because the fortunate thing, here's the best part about it. This picture right here above me. The description says, a good coach can change a game, but a great coach can change a life. Being a part of a team puts you in a position to experience those life-changing moments. And that's to be honored for
0: life. Understand some with Coach Eric Skeeter. That's our time. episode two of... Top assistant with big-time skeet. He showed up late. He rocking brand-new gear. Representing teams ain't talked about in years. Go Nuggets. Go Nuggets. Go Nuggets. My
1: man Jimmy Clear gonna like that. I'm sending it to Jimmy Clear, a.k.a. James off.
0: We'll see y'all next time on, on Top Assistant.